New Year and welcome to the Purpose Podcast. We are so grateful that you've taken time to invest in yourself today. Just remember to subscribe um, on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, whether it be Spotify, Apple, or YouTube. Make sure you hit the little bell and you like this video so that you can be reminded all throughout 2023 when a new podcast drops. Yep, and we want to encourage you to share it. Uh, we, we really do pray and hope. We, we do this to add value to your purpose uh, because we believe that you're called to win your world. And so as there's value added to your life, we want to ask you to share it. I don't know about you, but when I hear something good, whether it's a, a social media post or a, or a podcast or whatever, I, I'm sharing that. So I, I pray that this is doing something in your life where you do want to share it. Um, for somebody who you know, oh my goodness, this person has a purpose to win their world, and this could help them do that. That's our, our whole goal. And so, hey, before we jump into the topic for today, you know, I think Rachel, if, if you listen to December, Rachel was doubting my, my plan for her Christmas. And I had every right to evidence built. True love doesn't keep account of wrong suffering, oh, as maybe the good I don't book love you says. So, I'm still learning how to love well. And, but I will say... Zach did something pretty incredible, and it was the 21 days of Christmas. And I like to shop for myself all year long on my Amazon wish list. So instead of spending the money, I just shop and add it to my list. Same dopamine Mm -hmm. response. And Zach went through my Amazon wish list and got me 21 gifts. And a lot of them were around hair. So I did get the gift of If you're on YouTube right now, you can see her hair. I got to use a fancy blow dryer. And I washed my hair with that little scalp thingy. And you got boots. You got all kinds of stuff. I got boots. All kinds of amazing, fun things. And it was it was actually really awesome. And I have to shout out to somebody who helped me, Tanja, who is just, uh, she. we worked together. She, she really helped me. It was too much, uh, you know administration for me to get all 21 in order but either way we will we will get going it was a great christmas yeah so hey this is first week of january so uh we talk a lot about growth plans talk a lot about words for the year now we're going to talk about something very specific in this podcast but if you have not started or if you're not nailed down on your growth plan or if you feel like hey i need some more pointers i need some more uh i need some more meat to that the last podcast of 2022 was all about a growth plan. And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to that yet, uh, go check that out. It's going to help you, give you a framework for your growth plan, uh, just, just to be able to know exactly, hey, this is, this is what goes where, all that kind of stuff. And the only other thing I'll say about a growth plan uh, before we head into the content for today is if you're struggling on picking a word, you're struggling on, hey, where, what do I focus on? I want to encourage you to ask yourself this question. Where is a place where I experience less freedom than I should? Mm -hmm. And so if I, if I could just be vulnerable and transparent with you, for me, uh, God just, I I had some revelation at the end of 2022 that there were some lies that I believed about myself literally like for almost 30 years. Um, cause it just happened when I was younger and it's always been a big joke and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and so, but what I realized is that there was some bondage that I believed around that I wasn't smart enough, um, that I was lazy. And if, if you know me, you're like, Hey, like those things aren't true about you, but because of some stuff that happened when I was younger, 
I bought those lies and I just, I, I, I built that narrative in me. My internal diet, my internal narrative was so negative. Um, but so my word for, uh, 2023 is heritage. I have an amazing family. It's, it, they are unbelievable. However, there are some natural things that I believed that are my, that I believe them to be my heritage, but my true heritage is, is a son of the most high King. And so mm-hmm. this year I'm studying what it means to believe and live in my heritage as God's son, my heritage as a new creation. So either way, that's just an example of, Hey, what's, where's a place that I don't experience freedom or I have bondage or whatever that looks like. And then picking a word that a uh, picking a word that, that, uh, God speaks to the opposite of wherever that place is that you experience, uh, you know, that, that bondage. Mm-hmm. And so just again, but if you want to talk more about growth plans and what we're going to hit it a little bit today, but the, the more detail is in the last podcast. So today we're going to hit two things. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit win 21, which we'll explain what that is here in just a minute. I'm going to ask Rach to explain it. We'll talk more about it. And then we're also going to talk about fasting because in a few days, uh, at where we lead at Faith Promise on the eighth of January, we start our twenty-one days of on, prayer on and Sunday fasting. On Sunday or Monday? It's on a Monday. So it's so it's on a, on the ninth. Yes. So we, we start that for twenty-one days, mm-hmm. and so but again, we'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. But um, babe, can you set up what Win Twenty One is? Yes. And, and just just so let win me make for twenty one. Win for twenty one. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of our people who are part of this are a part of Faith Promise, which is the church that Rach and I lead at. Uh, but we're going to talk about some content in this month that if you're not a part of Faith Promise but you would like to have, we would happily find a way to get it to you. Um, yeah. And so, uh, and we'll put that in the in the notes. But if you'll email tanjab at faithpromise.org, uh, if you're not at Faith Promise, we will get you whether it's this book or this culture deck we're going to talk about. But either way. Will you explain what Win for yeah. Twenty One is? So for the first, tw- well, for the first twenty one days, or but the last twenty one days of January, all together, we're going to work through something called Win for Twenty One, and it's the the goal is to help you win for twenty one days, and that win is the culture, right? That win culture of walking in, loving God, loving people, discovering purpose, and winning your world. So if you've ever heard of Seventy Five Hard, we thought about, hey, if there was something, if you do those five things every day for 75 days, your whole life changes. You look different. You feel different. Your attitude is is different. Your expectations have shifted. Your um, capacity increases. And we said, hey, you know what? What if there were just four things, because we have four amazing values, if we did one thing for every value for 21 days, that it would change your life. It would help you walk in that win culture. And so that's what we did was we designed this. And actually, if you're on, if you got your devotional, there was a cling and I know it feels like a sticker, but it's not a sticker. It really is a a cling. We've tested it. It is just high quality. Um, We put it on the book. We pulled it off. We've put it on the window. We pulled it off. We put it on a wall. We pulled it off wherever you want to put that. And every day you can write down what you did, put your checkbox for how you won for the day. And so there's four things we'll do. We'll just talk through those. The first thing you would do every single day would be your daily time with God. Yes. So Zach, let's say I'm brand new to walking with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm 
that can be a little overwhelming because there's this expectation like daily time with God that you sit down for two hours. I don't have a, I don't really have like a, a system in place for my life. How would I, how would I achieve that goal? Yeah. So, and I'm going to tell some things, but just so we know on this, on this cling, there's a QR code that'll take, take you and they'll give you almost like different levels of. Yep. Some examples. Yeah. On how a to, challenge what you can mm-hmm. do. But I, I would say the, the first thing when it comes to spending that time with God, that daily time with God, is, first of all, having it scheduled. So, like, what is it? Like, you, again, it, it, it's not like this three or four hour, like it has to be this thing. But what, wh- where do you have things scheduled? If you don't schedule it, just to be super candid, if you don't schedule it, usually it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But what you're telling yourself and the people in your life is it just doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. We schedule the things that matter. No, Some of us are uh, super regimented. That's not Rach and I. Uh, we are not naturally regimented. I Now, again, I, Rachel, she can correct me if she'd like to. It would be a wrong But <laughs> I I have, I know for me and the, the life that, like for me to be successful in what I have in front of me, I have to be pretty regimented. So you may look at me and say, oh my gosh, like you're super like structured. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, I love, I, I forgot where I read it, but I am not disciplined. I'm desperate. I'm desperate to see God move. So I schedule time. So there's this time that nothing can get in the way of. And so like, I would say the first thing you do is schedule it. And so you have this time, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's an hour, whatever it is. But we need to be realistic in our scheduling. We do. Rachel handed me a growth plan two years ago. And, uh, and it, it literally probably had 50 bullet points on it. And I was like, hey, babe, you're going to have to have like an eight-hour quiet time a day. At the time, we had two kids. We were about to have another kid. Um, and it was like, hey, this, I want to do everything. this is impossible. But what that would do, uh, and if you're, if you're a performer, we're both performers, but in this moment, like Rachel, you said a, you said a deal like that, it's going to be more about guilt than growth. Mm-hmm. And you're going to hide from it. When you'll but, fail constantly yeah, because it, it's unrealistic. But you know what? Just so I, we can be clear, when it comes to growth plans in this, failure is okay. This is not a goal plan or a perfection plan. This is a growth plan. Yeah. And so growth, growth constant, like you have to fail to grow, whether mm-hmm. you're talking about working mm-hmm. out, whether you're talking about spiritual growth, whatever it is, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But how, what I would, can I just encourage in this and I'll, I'll get some pushback on this, but, and then we'll, we'll move on. I, I know I could mm-hmm. talk about this forever. We have to schedule time, number one. Number two, you have to have time in God's Word. If you have the devotional, at the back of your devotional, there is a, there is a Bible reading plan for the year. And you can find that on yes. version. And I, I do it. I have it on version, And I, that, that's because, that's again, this devotional, like the content is only through January. So I'm not going to keep this with me all year. And so I have it on version. And then, hey, listen, let me tell you this. And this, uh, I'm going to kind of speak out of both sides of my mouth. I do not think that your time with God, it can be exclusively in the car. Some people say I spend time with God like during windshield time. I, I don't think that's fair to God. Um, I don't think that we, that's, I don't think it's our best. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you're a believer and you think, hey, I, I tithe my money, well, your time is so much more valuable than your money. And so what's the best of your time? Uh, for me, that's in the morning. And so that, that's when I give it to him. Either way. And I would encourage you to do your best to the Bible reading plan in a year. Uh, why is that? It's, not, it's because this, this, the Bible is a whole love story to us. There are some parts that make more sense than others, and that's okay. Uh, but I would encourage you to do your best. 
if you get behind, you miss a couple days, I'll, and this is something that pastor or dad has taught us, you go to the day that you're that, like that we're on. If you've missed yeah. four days, you you're, don't don't sit there and try to read the Bible for an hour to catch up. But I would also tell you, if you're doing on U version, and you let it play. I think it averages probably about seven to ten minutes tops, like to to do a day. And the average American is doing eight hours of screen time right now. We can do seven minutes in God's word, right? Well, and I think if you were to put a timer on your social media, and this is something Zach and I have done. We've capped it at an hour a day. And even that, I think, oh my gosh, I spent an hour scrolling. Yeah. It did nothing for me, added nothing to me. It's pure entertainment, just disassociation from life. But I spent an hour doing that. And so, really, just taking and saying, hey, like, how much do I want to grow in my love for God? I yeah. want to win loving God this year. And yeah. this is a great way to do it. You know, we talk about um, the 2190 rule which is widely accepted as a way to form new habits. So for 21 days, we're going to try a new action and it will become a habit. After another 90 days, it's a lifestyle. So if you say, hey, I want to be somebody who wins the world, it can't just be something you do for 21 days. It really is going to become a lifestyle and you will find that you love being in the word. You love being with God because when you're with him, he changes you, transforms you. And so the second thing that we have on our win for 21, remember it's four things you're going to do every day for 21 days. And the second thing is going to be move your body. Yes. For 21 minutes. <laughs> that's it? it's 21. Yeah, that's it. Now, let's say you are someone like me who does not consistently go somewhere and move your body or ever move your body really. And uh, cause I don't like it, but 21, you can move your body by going for a walk. You can have a dance party with your kids. Cause here's, what's great is all of these things. Your kids are going to be doing these with you. They have their own devotional. They're going to be spending their time with God. They can move their body every single day. And that can look like a 10-minute walk in the morning and a 10-minute walk in the evening. Mm -hmm. But let's say we're somebody like you, and this is why we love the landing page. That QR code that's on the cling will take you there and give you kind of like some different levels of this. Like, hey, I'm already regularly working out every day. That's amazing. What you can go and see, hey, what's something I can add to that? Whether that's... um, bringing somebody with you and helping somebody else or changing your nutrition in addition to that, right? Taking it up a notch, what would it do to challenge you? And really only you know that. Um, but what are you going to do for 21 days? You already regularly work out. Yeah, I, I, yes. So I, I would just say that what matters is that you are, you are moving your body. That's right. Um, because that, it, I, I, it's a real value for me. I really in, enjoy doing that. Now I will talk to the the guys that I do it with, and we'll we'll push it. But that's something that that's something that we do all the time. And so, and and all these four things, you may have one that you're quote unquote better at than the other things like that. I, I wouldn't worry about that. So I would say the move your body one for 21 days. I'm I'm fine. Like that's not going to be one where I have to be super regimented. But if you would say, hey, well any more regimen than I currently am. So I would just say, but if you are not moving your body at all, 
like the like the walk or whatever it might be. And just so you know, when we go through all four, there's going to be a real challenge when it comes to this. Um, but again, that that was pretty simple. We just want you to move your body uh, for 21, at least 21 minutes a day. Try to get your heart rate up. Go for a walk. Move your body. Add a second workout in if you're if you're really passionate yeah. about going to the next level. In and that. just just to give you one thing, if if you were to say, hey, just give me one thing, I, I'll tell you this. Like after, let's just say it's lunch or dinner. Let's use those because what I'm going to ask you to do is a little more accessible in those times. If you would take that 21-minute walk after that meal, it's great for your digestion. It's great for your body. Mm-hmm. It's great to, it's just, it's just a, it's a good thing to do in general. Uh, but maybe you're like, hey, I'm not moving my body at all right now with the, with the mindset of fitness. It's like, okay, I'm going to commit to either after lunch or after dinner I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that walk, that 21-minute walk, or if you split it up into two, you know, 10-minute walks. But So we want you to move your body. Uh, the next thing we want you to do in Win 21 is to learn something new about God. And do what with it? And we want you to share it. So learn something new about God and share it. Now, again, the, the, and the, the, the landing page, it'll give you more on there. Super good. If you're a new Christian, or maybe you would say, hey, I, I have not been intentional about winning my world. Maybe learning something new about God is that's going to be a stretch in itself. But I want to encourage you go ahead and start now sharing that stuff. And just just for time purposes, um, just to give you, and then Rach can add to it. But just to give you a couple things uh, to do there. I use something, some a place that I, two places that I am learning new things about God is one before I start any book of the Bible, uh, which you know, in the Bible reading plan there's 66 books, so there'll be 66 of them. I watched the Bible Project video on that book. They're never more than nine minutes, so it's a good thing to do. Uh, we have degrees in the Bible, and still, I learn something new pretty much every time. I like to share it. It's easy. Uh, but something else that we use that Rach and I are going to really leverage this year is uh, a commentary online called Enduring Word. And so if you get on, if you get online and you, if you just search commentary for Matthew 1, the first one that's going to pop up is Enduring Word. It's got a lot of quotes, a lot of uh, history. It's really good. But those are some good actionable steps for learning something new about God, but then challenging yourself to share it. But what would you add to yeah, that? Yeah, well, if you're, just, if you're doing number one, which is your daily time with God, and you just partner something with it to help you learn and grow more, you're going to find number three really easy. And I think that this is something, this doesn't have to be something where you like go find a stranger and you tell them what you learned about. <laughs> you find, you can call your friend and say, hey, in my quiet time today, I learned this. You talk to, you can put it in. We have a group thread in our um, small group. And so you can share it in your thread. And, you know, one of the things, if you have been walking with Jesus for a while, you say, hey, I'm totally comfortable with that. You know, sometimes God will show you something and it's not just for you. It's for someone else too. So when you read that thing or you learn that thing, God might bring somebody to mind and you can be really bold and just send them a text message or call them. Say, hey, when I was in, in the word today, I learned that uh, Emmanuel means God with us. And God just brought you to my heart and to my mind just to remind you today that God's with you and he loves you and he's walking with you in the middle of what you're in. That can change somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And not just, but it also builds more 
faith in you, Zach has talked about as you go around the values, as you love God and you love people, as you discover your purpose, as you win your world, as you actively do those things, it encourages you more to love God. You love God more. You're more encouraged. And so we want to, we really want you to learn something and then share it with someone, your Mm -hmm. spouse, someone in your small group, a friend, someone at work, wherever you need to go to get that out. And the last thing that you would do in your four win for 21 is you're going to perform an act of kindness. And I think people get tripped up on this because then um, some of us are grandiose like me and we want to have like eight hour quiet times and do everything that there is to do. And this doesn't have to be a super expensive, long drawn out thing where you plan for three weeks to do one nice thing for someone. This can be as simple as taking the grocery cart back. You know, if you're just getting started, maybe you're you're a little more reserved and that is um, that even in itself could be a stretch for you. Or maybe you share with your server or the person checking at the checkout line at the grocery store how well they're doing. Like you encourage them, you speak life into them. This is something Zach and I really love to do is we like to ask people, hey, because most of the time you'll have, find young people are waiting tables and we'll ask them, are you in school or is there something you want to do? And we ask them to share their dream with us. Mm-hmm. And then we speak life into them and encourage them as they pursue that. So there are a lot of ways for you to do this for your kids. Um, there is a link on the, and actually if you're a grown up too, there's a link on that QR code. If you go to that landing page and you scroll down to perform an act of kindness, you can click there and it's got 60 ideas. Mm. We're only doing this for 21 days. So you can do extra ones if you want to. But that's something that is going to be, for me, we have three kids. So I'm being really intentional to stretch in our home to create space for my children to perform an act of kindness as well. Not just Zach and I, because we're grown ups and we can do that anytime we wanted to. But for kids, helping them think through, hey, what am I going to do to show someone kindness today? And then creating space for them to do it is also really important. Yeah. And just the last thing I'll say on that, and I want to make sure we hit our next topic for today is remember all these things and and win for 21 are aligned with our values. And so this one is, this one is bolstering in your life, the value of winning your world. Mm -hmm. And so like doing these acts of kindness and, uh, you know, one of the thing, one of the handles for loving God is we want to be spirit filled. We want to be spirit filled leaders, and so whenever you perform an act of kindness, whether it's talking to your waiter or waitress, whether it's you know just telling, uh, talking to somebody at the grocery store, uh, talking to a coworker, whatever it might be, whenever you do an act of kindness, but you're focused on being filled with the Spirit, something supernatural, you know, can definitely and I think should happen consistently as we're doing that. So. What is the purpose of an act of kindness? Is it just like being a good person? No, it, it is. It is to make an eternal impact. That's that's the desire for this act of kindness. It is to get forward momentum into winning your world. And so, hey, last thing on on this subject and topic is here's what I want to encourage you. This we kind of ripped this off of the seventy five hard. And part of seventy five hard is if you if you miss a day, you have to start over. And we're going to encourage you, if you miss a day, to start over. Um, and why, why, why would you do that? It's, it's not trying to be legalistic. It's not trying to do anything. Going back to the study that Rachel referenced earlier, if you do something for 21 days, it starts a new habit. If it, it starts a new habit. And then if you will add a, a, another 90 days after that, 
it becomes a lifestyle. So this first 21 is praying that these actions that are aligned with our values would become habits, and then that we can connect them with, uh, continue to do it, and it become our lifestyle, just who we are. We are people who are desperate to win our world. And I, I just wanted to talk for just a second. Uh, is there a, and I'll share mine, um, but I wonder if you process, is there a lifestyle change that you've added recently? When I say recently, I'm talking the last four or five years, because usually when we become adults, we get pretty set, pretty stagnant in who we are. Is there a lifestyle change that you've added in the last three or four years, or are you just kind of existing as is? Mm. I would tell you for me, and this may be a gross one for some people, but I would only, I would only floss every once in a while, not, not often. And a couple of years, like two or three years ago, I was like, you know what? My discipline for this year, I'm going to floss every day. And it's, it's silly, but now I floss, I floss every day or, you know, at, at least, at least six days a week. I've, I floss. It's just part, part of what I do. And, and it, again, it sounds silly. Some of you guys may think that's disgusting. You weren't flossing your teeth for 30 years. I flossed before I'd go to the dentist, but they would still know that I wasn't <laughs> doing it either way. Um, but it, it felt good to say, Hey, I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a more, uh, one of substance is this last year, I started a fasting regimen. And so, and I wasn't perfect, but I, I do two 21 day fasts a year. Uh, at the beginning of every month, I want to fast for three days and then one day a week. Again, like I, I did much better in the beginning of the year than towards the end of the year. Uh, Cause I think that's something else to note is that if you're not careful, even though you can create something to be a lifestyle and then you can quit it, mm-hmm. no matter how good it might be, you, you can, if you're not careful or disciplined, it will stop if you don't put these measures in to where that that doesn't happen. Um, and so because there's two, the fasting is, is one of them towards the end of the year. I just got busy and distracted. But then also something that's huge for me is something called a review preview, which is a discipline, a lifestyle that I had done for two years. And then I added in actually recording this podcast, usually on Thursdays, and it started overlapping the scheduled time for that. And it just slowly took that out of my lifestyle. And so I just want to encourage you, as you start these things, you got to fight for them. You, gotta, you have to fight for them or else mm-hmm. they'll fade out of your life. Uh, but something that we really care about, the next thing we want to talk about, and, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to have Rachel share a story. We talked about win for 21, and we just want to just implore you to do that. But the next thing we want to talk about is fasting, because we are mm-hmm. starting our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, but let's start with a, a, a good uh, inspirational story. Babe, what's, a, what's something that happened in your life um, that was super impactful because of a season of fasting? Well, I waited um, to date until I met my husband. So like I went on like a couple of dates, but never committed to anybody in a committed relationship at all. And um, I was very content and what I was fasting uh, for Easter, I did a 21-day fast leading up to Easter, and in that season is where um, Zach and I really started connecting, and at the end of that fast, I remember telling Zach, which this is how gracious he is and how blunt I am, and I said, I'm in the middle of this fast, and I just looked at Zach, and we we're talking about dating, and I said, I'm worried if I date you, 
I'm going to miss who God has for me. And Zach was able to challenge me in that moment. He just said, hey, like, are you in the word? I'm like, yes, I'm literally denying my body food so that I can spend more time with the Lord. And say, hey, do you hear the voice of God? And has God told you no? And God has been had been very clear in my life up to that point. No, like, don't, don't, um, uh, don't pursue this. And um, with Zach, like it didn't, he didn't. And so that was really like that season of fasting gave me a revelation and allowed for me to seek the Lord specifically about dating Zach, who, you know, I'm married to. You're welcome. Great. And there would be no 21 days of Christmas if, you know, you wouldn't have made that decision. That's true. You, 21 days of fasting gave me an amazing husband and 10 years later, 21 days of Christmas. That was unnecessary. You didn't well, have to add that part. You didn't have to add it either. Hateful. Okay. But uh, so again, we're totally healthy. I think we're all, we all have decisions, you know, like, and they may not be as significant as who you're going to marry or things mm-hmm. like that. But we all have decisions we're trying to make. One for me, as as I'm stepping in, Rachel and I are stepping into leading faith promise, I want to hear God's voice more clearly. And so that is the main reason I use fasting. And that's why I have that consistent fasting regimen. Two 21 days a year, one in January, one in October, uh, at the beginning of every month, three days, and then once a week. Mm-hmm. And the reason, uh, just to be super candid, uh, if you ever feel like you're spiritual, you get a little prideful, just fast. Just fast from food, and you'll you'll have a you'll have a real revelation of how just how spiritual you are, uh, and how much you think about pizza. Well, because the biblical definition of fasting is to deny yourself food for an ex- for a period of time, and replace that time with time with the Lord. Now, you can um, in our modern day culture, you can obviously remove other things from your life, but the goal is to replace that time with time with God. Yeah. Now, let me be real intentional. If you struggle with like body image issues, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, um, I I just want to encourage you, don't do this by yourself. And what I mean by that is, is don't, don't go through this season of fasting alone. Mm -hmm. And I, I still believe that you can fast a meal a day. You can fat, you can fast for a day. You You can go every other day, whatever that is. But I want to encourage you, don't let, don't let a past struggle or even a current struggle hold you back from a true discipline of God. Like if you yeah. said, hey, I have social anxiety, I would still say, let's find a way for you to go to group in church, right? I mm-hmm. wouldn't say, okay, that gives you a reason to, to not do what God's called you to do. Uh, but I, I want to express empathy and sympathy towards that. I just had people give me feedback around that that's hard and I get that. Uh, but I want to encourage you to find a way. So tell me when, um, so when you're fasting, you you experience incredible revelation and clarity. Yeah, so for me, I would say I, I am softer whenever I am fasting. If I can just be super candid, I am, I am a pretty regimented person and I don't realize how prideful I get while I do that, because I'm, I'm going to work out. I'm going to, I'm going to love my kids. I'm going to love my wife. I'm going to have my quiet time. I'm going to, I'm going to preach. I'm going to do these things. And I just don't realize that. And I don't know if other people feel this way. A lot of it's internal. I don't realize how prideful and arrogant that I get inside until something is taken away from me. And when food is taken away from me, I feel my flesh just just this visceral response of like, mm-hmm. I, why, why, this isn't worth it. Why are we doing this? Like, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. And so if, if nothing else, it softens me. I'm mm-hmm. more emotional. Uh, whenever I'm fasting, I, I am softer. 
when I am fasting. Um, and so that, that, that's some of the things that it does for me. Um, and then if I could just give you um, two things, two pa- passages of Scripture, and I, I know we're, we're over our time, we'll, we'll wrap this up. These are very passionate, uh, or Rachel and I are very passionate about this win for 21 because of what we know it can do in your life mm-hmm. and to your purpose to win the world, but also about fasting. And the two passages, one, first is Luke 4, before Jesus started his public ministry, he fasted, and it was a fast for preparation. Um, and I believe that God has a huge, huge, huge plan for you. I, I, I believe that God, we're, we are going to receive revival in our day, and I pray that it's today. But before we can see a corporate revival, before we see a national revival, we have to see individual revival. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, it, you, when you study revivals, fasting and prayer is a part of it. And it just exposes you to yourself. And it, I mean, like what it does is it strips some things away so that God can speak freely. I mean, honestly, speak freely about what's going on in your heart and in your mind. There's some sin in there that you will never, um, really, you'd never recognize or pay attention to that needs to be eradicated so you can experience the presence of God. And if we're not fasting or we're not doing these things, we're spending time with God and we're looking to win our world, we're going to miss it. And we're going to miss out on more holiness, but also like more of the presence of God. Yeah. And I I just want to encourage you to push yourself, Mm -hmm. push yourself. You can do it. You can do more. Um, And I I don't say you can do more as in like work your way there. I'm just saying there's more intimacy with God available and fasting is one of the best ways. But hey, let me, just, just so it's not legalistic and just so it's not like all of these rules, let me give you a revelation I had about fasting and you can read it. This is in Matthew 14, or sorry, Matthew 9, 14 through 17. And it's when John, John the Baptist disciples came and said, hey, we fast all the time. The Pharisees fast all the time. Why don't your disciples fast? And essentially Jesus said, why would the bridegroom, like why would the wedding party fast before the husband or before that family's gone? I, it may be a weird analogy for us today, but usually whenever a, a family got married, they were gone. And so their friends would miss them. So he's like, hey, why would, why would they be in despair when their friend is still right there? And so essentially a revelation that I had is I fast because I miss them. And so what do you mean by that, Zach? I mean, I fast because everything in my life is so distracting. Everything in my life is always pulling at me. People need answers to questions. I have to get to the next thing. I have to check off the next thing off my list. I have to do, I have to do, I have to go, I have to go, which we all feel that way. But this is the time, fasting is a moment where I take something that takes up time, that I love and I care about, and I pull it out of my life. Why do I do that? Is it because God loves me more? No. Is, is it because God's going to bless me more? No. It's because I miss him. I'm, I, I want more time with him. I want more intimacy with him. And, so, and I know because of my flesh, I'm not always going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I fast and I pull out, whether it's food or social media or screens or whatever it might be, in, in those moments, whenever I sit down to pray or whatever, I, sometimes I'll just say, God, I'm, I'm here because I miss you. I, 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 don't, I don't want to miss you. I don't want to miss what you have. I don't want to miss intimacy with you. And so, again, you can read that in, Luke, or in Matthew 9, 14 through 17. We mm-hmm. fast because we miss him. And uh, the, the, the last thing that I want to add to that is in Amos 8, which we read towards the end of last year in December, in Amos 8, it says that because of pride, there would be a day when there would be a famine in the land, and it wouldn't be a famine of food or of water, but it would be a famine of hearing the voice of the Lord. 
And uh, that's terrifying for me. You know, whenever it talks about the fear of the Lord in the Bible, like it never, it's, it's rarely more real to me than those moments. And so I want to encourage you that as long as you're following Jesus, that in your life and the people's lives around you as you win your world, that you would be committed that there not be a famine of hearing God's word. And we have the Bible, so that's not going to get taken away from us, but it's hearing God's special, it's hearing God's revelation from the Holy Spirit in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's part of the reason why we fast. Yeah, we believe in you guys, and we're so grateful for your time today. And we, we really do think if you can um, take the time and attention that Win for 21 is going to call for just on the front end, you're going to see um, incredible, not just new habits, but a lifestyle change where you walk in that win culture. Your purpose is to win the world. And we think this is going to be an amazing way to start 2023. So we love you and we're proud of you and we will see you back here next week.